Hey there, friends, and welcome back to Grounded in the Middle. I'm your host, Danielle Folk, and I am so glad that you are here with me today. Want to become rooted in living your best life? Well, hop in the car, lace up those shoes, start that load of laundry, do whatever it is you need to do, and get ready for a quick trip into the country where I'm going to share stories of homesteading life and restoration. Together, we're going to dig into topics that will lead you to reflect, rethink, and become more rooted in who you are today. And just know, I am absolutely thrilled you decided to hit play and join me here today on Grounded in the Middle. Hey friends, will you do me a favor? After listening in to today's episode, will you give it a quick review? By doing so, you will be helping this podcast reach other listeners just like you. And don't forget, join me on Instagram at Farmhouse Storyteller and subscribe to the Farmhouse Storyteller Journal at farmhousestoryteller.com. This is where you're going to get emails of recipes and other fun adventures here out in the middle. Well, can you believe it? It is now the second week of August. We are officially over that halfway mark of this year, and I I can't believe it. I say it nearly every week, but I just can't believe how quickly the summer is going. Our farm stand has been up and running, and I have to say it's been a little bit slower this year, and we are three weeks behind in planning, and so I have been waiting for all of our vegetables to come up and they have, and we've had them out at the farm stand. And this is the first year I've done things this way, but I started putting things out on Saturday mornings in hopes that more people would just come on one day versus having to carry things in and out every single day. And the other challenging part to it this year has been the weather. We've had really, really high temperatures and humidity. And as I found out this past weekend, when you forget to bring them in, everything on the farm stand, it shriveled. All the cucumbers that I had, I mean, dozens of them. And, you know, that it's one of those things that we have plenty more to come, but I honestly hate that it all got wasted, but the heat completely zapped everything. So we've had some obstacles. And while I could probably put a fridge or a cooler out there, which I may consider doing for this coming Saturday, it's it's been one of those things that um, we've only had a couple weekends of having the farm stand out. And so it's just kind of been trial and error. But maybe if I get a cooler out there, I could leave it up for a couple or a few days. That way, maybe others can grab some things that they need for dinner or maybe even for lunch. So pumpkins are growing like crazy and they're beginning to take over the garden even more. And so we are very excited to have them come up and to see them. But we're not ready just yet for fall and and picking and, and such, like I mentioned before, but tomatoes that are up and they will not turn red. But from what I hear still from others is that others aren't turning red as well. So I'm not sure if we're just going to be eating a lot of green uh, fried tomatoes or if they will actually turn for us here. So my fingers are crossed. Maybe we'll end up with just a huge bounty of tomatoes and uh, we'll be putting those out on the farm stand for others to enjoy as well. But you know what I found this summer? My word was to be intentional. And with this upcoming school year and this fall, I kind of decided that as we transition, 
especially for myself, I'm transitioning into this new season of, of life. And the last time that I had had a big change in my life was when I left teaching. And so it was transitioning into being home with our kiddos and I was pregnant with Parker. And now this will be the first year everyone is going to be stepping on that school bus this fall. And that's going to happen here in just about a week. So I wanted to kind of come up with, with a word that I can kind of center myself around because I found coming up with the word intentional really helped keep me focused during a time in the summer. I feel like our schedule really kind of fluctuates versus the school year. And I found it to be helpful. And since that was successful, I thought, well, let's try to keep being intentional, but add something new in the days to come. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk about consistency and why it is good for us, how we can become more consistent and and the benefits of that. In the past, I have done this like blame game though, if I can be honest with you, where, for example, I'll say, you know, I'm going to get all of these things accomplished in the day, come up with a really nice schedule. And then there's like a knock at the door and it completely interrupts my entire morning. I don't get those things done. And then I don't even get back on track that day or even that next day. I guess you could say my flaw is kind of that all or nothing attitude. I approach a lot of things that way. And it's something that has been a challenge ever since I left teaching because it's very much not who I used to be when I had been, you know, growing up or going through college or working. I was very much the absolute opposite. And so much that I would have friends even mention to me, you know, how orderly and structured I was. But now the pendulum has just swung the other direction. (laughs) And here I am um, fighting to become more consistent. I really want to focus on, well, there's a lot, there's a lot I could focus on. I know that I need to be intentional in choosing one and sticking with that so that it becomes a habit, and then hopefully get back to maybe not my old self of being really structured, but maybe kind of like that happy medium. So I know a lot of you might have some little ones who are, or even big ones that are headed off to school. Maybe they've already started here at the beginning of August. Uh, Like I said, our kiddos are going to be starting here in about a week. And I have heard a handful of parents mention either the dread or their excitement of getting back into the school routine. And, you know, for some, it is a welcomed thing. And for others, it is very difficult. And I feel like the school year provides a routine for our family that's just a non-negotiable, especially for myself. And it makes us get up on time. We've got to be, you know, out at the bus stop at a certain time and lunches are packed and it forces us, or at least I should say it forces me, and maybe you even find this yourself, but it forces you to look in advance at the week so you know when, when your children are going to soccer practices or ball practice, when they've got cheerleading, and then how are you going to work in homework? Who's picking up who? And, and so it's one of those things that you really have to prepare in advance for that week. 
And that allows for us to, you know, kind of make things not as overwhelming as they could be if we're living, you know, by the moment or day by day. Other people may find adding school and sport commitments to be very overwhelming to their their schedules because maybe they're not as organized when it comes to planning. And so adding on additional things can just really become overwhelming and it can make us irritable and it can cause, you know, stresses that could possibly be less stressful or maybe even eliminate them. But when I used to teach kindergarten, consistency in the classroom was absolutely essential. And it's something they taught us in college. But to me, I felt like it was the secret to having classroom community. But the children who came into my classroom, they it was my goal to have an environment where it was a routine every single day and they knew where everything belonged and they knew my expectations. And by having this classroom environment that was consistent, they knew what to expect of me and of our classroom every single day. But what I thought was interesting, a lot of people don't understand that it doesn't happen overnight. So even for ourselves as adults, making those changes does not happen tomorrow. It doesn't happen in a week. For me in my kindergarten classroom, but having a consistent classroom wasn't something that happened overnight. Think of how hard it is to get ourselves to do something. Now think of having a classroom full of children who are of all different personalities. Some are eager to listen and maybe be that teacher's pet while you've got the others who they just want to do what they want to do because, hey, they're five. And you know what? It's all about them. And that's just how it is. Um, But it, it was a process and it wasn't completed in a week. This was a process that took months and there would be weeks that went really smoothly in days where there were steps back. But come January, when the children all came back from winter break, they knew exactly what to do. They were completely different. It took that long to help guide them and shape them and to learn how to be an effective member of our community. So for those of you who have young people who are in your life who are already back in school, I want to just share with you, because I know that this can be a really crazy time, that one of the best things that you can do for them is to ensure that they have a consistent routine. And following through from the beginning of the school year is going to make it even easier for you in the days to come. They will know what to expect you know, of themselves by following through from the beginning of the school year is going to make it easier for yourself and your family as well as your child because they're going to know what is expected of them. And when you follow through every single time, even though it's going to take days and weeks, depending on their age, it's going to eliminate arguments or fighting or just kind of like that unnecessary like stress that you you don't want to spend your time doing. Because when we're back to school, we have, you know, not as much time maybe together or especially in the evening around the table. So you're kind of like getting rid of that. You know, not that it's not going to happen, but you kind of eliminate that. But also if you get them to bed at a regular bedtime, and I know it's so hard, but if you can be consistent in that, you're going to help your child maybe not have that moody behavior in the morning of not wanting to get going. They're not going to be as fatigued, you know, by the afternoon when they need to be completing homework um, or, you know, getting ready for activities that happen after after school. So I will tell you real quickly, though, um, this summer, I we had told our children that they were going to read 45 minutes a day 
in that they had to record that reading to document their time. And we set a goal together that when they hit their reading goal, they got to do something fun. And it worked really beautifully through like mid-July. And it's when I stopped asking or giving a gentle reminder that I noticed that their reading was not consistently happening. And then it became harder to get them to do it. And so it became a little bit of an uphill battle. And I I will be very honest with you. I didn't ask them until this afternoon, but I thought, okay, mama, good for you. You've taken care of the jobs you needed to do. You know, (laughs) we're almost there. It's almost, you know, back to school. But, you know, for adults, let's talk about us. For adults who struggle with consistently, see if you fall into one of these. They say that for those of us who might have troubles with it, it's because we have a lack of patience. You like instant gratification. Maybe you lack clarity or focus. Maybe you don't have, you know, enough supporting habits. Or maybe you have the all or nothing mindset, which I will tell you again, I definitely fall into uh, that mindset quite often in various areas. So I want to ask you, here's my first question for you. I want you to kind of think about here till next week. What is one thing that you would like to be more consistent about? Just one. Because rather than overwhelming ourselves, trying to incorporate a whole lot of change, we will be more successful if we just focus on one. So small steps here. I would start something new and then I would just quit later. It's been one year and I have consistently showed up and um, it's so far, it's not been one of those grand ideas that I quit at, which leads me to my next question for you or my next point. Do you have someone that can be your accountability partner? It can be yourself. There are some of us who have that intrinsic motivation and others who need an accountability partner. And I have to tell you several times I was going to set my priorities aside so that I could, you know, take care of my family and take care of their needs that really maybe didn't need to be taken care of by me. Um, But my husband was always there to say, no, you promised yourself you were going to do this. You, You need to show up. And so maybe if there is someone in your life who you can share what you're trying to be consistent with, they can be your accountability partner. My third thing I want you to think about, planning your time. While we all have the same amount of time during the day, we all do with our time different things. And some of us are really great at filling every single you know, minute of it. While others of us might squander a little bit of time, you know, when I was teaching every, everything was planned out, but the day that I left, I would put things off to the last minute, but I quickly found out that that is a recipe for disaster, especially when you have children, because things pop up and your day can go from, Oh, I'll do that later to a quick downward spiral very quickly. And by planning your time and following through you're going to likely avoid some of these really bad downward spirals and it's going to disrupt your your schedule and your life less and it's going to keep you on track of staying consistent. Next, I want to say be kind to yourself. 
when you're trying to create this consistency in your life. We all get off track. You're not alone in that. And when we find ourselves off track, talk to your accountability partner if you have one, or just recommit to yourself that you're going to get back on track. Say, in the next hour or say in the, you know, the rest of your day, your afternoon. And if it's just kind of a wash of a day, just say, you know what, I'm back at it tomorrow. And you're going to be right back on track and really be kind to yourself when it comes to that. The benefits of all of this. So let's review real quickly. I want you to identify one thing you want to be more consistent about only one, because we got to be able to stick with it Two. Find an accountability partner or write down for yourself things that you want, why this is important to you and how how you're going to keep yourself accountable. Three, plan your time. Get out that calendar if you need one. Look at the week ahead. Know what your morning looks like or your afternoon. Plan that lunch so that you can make healthy choices. And then last, be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up when things don't go well. Just get back to it that afternoon or that next day. So through all of this, there's a lot of benefits to consistency. And a few of them are this. When we are consistent, it allows us to plan better. It gives us motivation. We're motivated when we show up and we've we've accomplished something that we said we were going to do, whether you realize it or not. It does give you motivation to keep doing what you're doing. And also it helps you develop some self-control, but also being consistent can build your confidence and it's going to help us move forward towards other goals that you have. They're just building blocks for us. We're kind of like the bricks, right? The bricks and the mortar are being built to create a really strong foundation for us and the things that we really want to do. But I want you to remember that consistency is not just for our children. As much as children need it, we too, as adults, we require it in our life. We all thrive on the consistencies in our life. We like when things, you know, we can expect what's going to happen because we know that also in life, things are going to occur that we're not expecting. And we're going to rely on the things that are consistent in our life to help get us through. And it makes us productive and it makes us just all together really happy human beings. And I think that's what, at the end of the day, we want to be rooted in. We want to, you know, reflect on on how things are going in our lives. We want to kind of rethink and reposition ourselves occasionally so that we can, in the end, just be rooted and just our best life. And friends, I'm going to leave you with a quote that I remember from probably middle school from Benjamin Franklin. And it was always posted in those daily planners that they gave us. And this is what it says. It says, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. If you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. So friends, I hope that over this next week, you're going to take a look and identify something you want to be consistent about. You're going to find that accountability partner. You're going to plan your time so you can be successful. And in the end, you're going to be really nice to yourself because you are trying to do something for you and make a positive difference in your life so that you can be rooted in your best life. Thanks for tuning in.